everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Motivation Suite, your dedicated source for all things motivation, inspiration, and mentorship. I'm your host, April, and I am super excited for you to be tuning in today for another podcast episode. Now, if you may recall, we had started a new series on Motivation Suite Podcast called A Simple Chat Amongst Friends. And in that conversational series, we are talking about hard-hitting, thought-provoking topics with myself and a special guest, maybe one or two. We'll see how it goes in the future. <laughs> but I was so excited to have my dear friend, Bridget, and so we loved it so much, we decided to come back and do it again. So everybody in the community, please give a warm virtual welcome to Bridget. Yay! Yay! I love that. (laughs) Well, lady, okay. So I was thinking as I was reviewing, you know, um, in the editing room, how much fun it was when we were working on our last podcast. It was so much fun and I enjoyed it. So I know I'm going to enjoy this one too. I mean, this really just brings me so much joy. Absolutely. It really was. And in that last topic, we talked about self-care. So I thought that that was a pretty good topic. What you thought? I thought it was good. Good. It brought, it brought up a lot of time, you know, brought up a lot of thoughts too that it's like, you know what, you mm. maybe need to change or implement some things in your life that maybe you didn't think about before. So mm-hmm. that was always good to hear and to kind of follow up with yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I thought that for this episode, we can dive in a little bit deeper, but take a little bit of a pivot. So you ready for it? I'm ready. All right. All right, so everybody, we are all going to be having some time in the arena of discussing what we think is the most important thing in making a relationship work. But we're not going to just come up with just one. Oh, no, 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 Trifair. We are going to actually come up with our favorite, well, I say favorite, I don't know, it might be my favorite, <laughs> but our three top areas in which we think are the most important in trying to keep a relationship on track. So, Bridget, are you ready for this? All right. All right. Well, I would say for myself, when we talk about relationships, Um, You know, relationships are not necessarily just romantic, right? We have our family. Exactly. We have our family. We have our coworkers and all that good stuff. So I wonder how when we come up with these three top ones, if it's going to turn into a scenario in which we may actually start to uh, find ourselves looking at how they relate to all, you know, relationships as a whole. So I think that's going to be really, really interesting. So I think for my first one, I'm going to go with respect. Oh, that's a good one. Mm Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day. Yes, right? (laughs) Are we channeling her? I think we are. I think we are. Yeah. You know, one thing that I think is a premise or the foundation of any type of working relationship, whether it's working romantically or working friendship or working work, is respect. You must have respect for one another. Now, you know, um, and I think, of course, that's going to, you know, maybe fluctuate in what type of 
um, respect it is and the level of that, maybe between, you know, whether or not it's a romantic relationship versus a platonic relationship versus a work relationship. However, um, I still feel like, you know, what I like to call or coin the term is human respect. So just the nitty gritty, you know, um, but when I look at it from a relationship standpoint, I look at it from the you know perspective that you know whoever my partner is going to be, they're going to be that individual who's going to honor me um, in that relationship. You know, they're going to listen to my ideas, things that I have to say, my concerns, and so forth, and they're going to take them into heart when we are talking about you know maybe even some challenging areas. Um, you know, we're going to listen to one another and all those things, and I will in their eyes, you know, be valued. Now, I also say that with the premise that, you know, we have to embody those elements for ourselves first and make sure we're right in that area before we start engaging in looking for that in, in a partner, right? You must respect yourself. Right. Exactly. You know, you must respect yourself if you're going to attract others who will do the same, right? It kind of, you know, what do you think about that? To be honest with you, that is perfect because of the fact that if you don't have respect for yourself, no one's going to respect you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and also too, you set the tone for mm -hmm. what you will expect mm -hmm. from other people. Mm -hmm. You know, or what the person should you know should expect from you. Mm -hmm. You know, when you do that, and if you don't, like I said once again, if there's no respect factor involved, then some people will you know they'll run all over you mm -hmm. and do whatever they want to do. You mm -hmm. know, and it's like you look back and like, well, that's not. That's not who I am, or that's not what I, you know, what my values are. Mm -hmm. And if you don't set down those rules, then they will run all over you. Yes. Oh, yes. They sure will. Because at the end of the day, if they don't have a guide point, <laughs> which is you, right? Is you. you know, they may do whatever. And unfortunately, you know, we cannot, I personally don't feel that the concept of benefit of doubt really exists anymore. Um, I think that used to be a really nice phrase um, when you're trying to consider someone you know, many moons ago, but I think in this changing world, you really have to be a little bit more skeptical and who you just open yourself up to, um, in that oh, yeah, regard, definitely. you know? Yeah. So I just think that, you know, making sure that you yourself respect you and you value you, you understand your worth, you know, your worth, you know, you work on those self-esteem situations. If, there is any that exist um, in, in regards to low self-esteem or moderate self-esteem, right? Um, and you look at ways of being confident within yourself, you know, really just making sure that you are altogether strong enough and ready enough to be in a relationship just as much as you would want to be strong enough and ready enough to leave one when it no longer suits you or benefits the situation anymore. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it comes, yeah, that, that is uh, the main thing, too, mm -hmm. is that, and it don't think that you automatically get that way. A lot of times it takes years for you to develop. Mm -hmm. You know, your self-esteem usually comes a lot from your your, your parents mm -hmm. or your siblings, you know, mm -hmm. because of the fact that you're still developing as you get older, you know, as you're growing mm -hmm. to get to that, you know, that area in your life where you you know, you're like, I know my worth. Mm -hmm. Once you know your worth, then you're not going to allow anyone to, 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 to tear, you know, to, to throw you off. Mm -hmm. You know, you, 
you're going to demand respect. Right. Not just expect it, but you're going to demand respect. Right, right. And you know, it's interesting. I like um, the term, and, I, and I'm with you on that. And I, if you would, would kind of coin it a little bit to commanding respect. Um, and I say that because, and I understand what you're saying, demand in the way that you're saying it, right? You know, you settle for nothing other than, so I get that perspective. Um, and I look at it from command versus demand only in the sense that sometimes when individuals feel like you need to respect me, you need to respect me, but yet you don't respect anybody else, you know? So, oh, yes. you know what I mean? Yes. I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. So I think that when you are commanding respect, you don't really have to speak about it. It is in your aura. It is what you are kind of putting off to individuals, right? And they'll know how far to go. And if they are too silly to realize how far they shouldn't go, then, you know, rest assured, you're going to handle that accordingly and move forward, whatever that, that's you know. That's when comes in. <laughs> you know, that's once again giving people the benefit of the doubt at that point because of the fact that, no matter sometimes how you conduct yourself, mm -hmm. people still try to test you. Oh, they do. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I think, and you know, like I said, it could be command or demand. It mm -hmm. all depends on the scenario. Well, that, and yes. Before, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? And that's true, uh, right. <laughs> and, and then so now you're taking the demand part in the essence of if you've got to kind of lay down the law. <laughs> exactly. And you don't have to be ugly about it. You don't. You can demand respect and be very, you know, be very polite, mm -hmm. be very cordial, mm -hmm. but you're just very firm with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You, know, you don't have to even get ugly and even say nice, colorful words about it. You, know, you don't. It. You can just simply, there's a firmness to that demand. Mm -hmm. You know, what you know that you are worth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah, so. I, I definitely, you know, agree about the, you know, how you set that tone for yourself and how you really put yourself in a position for it to be understood. Now, again, we only can, you know, be responsible for our own behaviors, right? We can only be, you know, responsible for what we do, right? And, you know, I guess that old adage, you know, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me, and, and fool me three times, well, this is not going to be, but, you know, you, you and I just, I hate the term benefit of the doubt. I really do. <laughs> um, but, you know, maybe sometimes you just kind of, I don't know, for me, I would say observe, right? Um, and yes. tread okay. lightly. You know, for me, I'm a, I'm a pretty cautious person. So for me, I would be treading lightly and, and treading cautious. And why? Because that's experience tells me that's what I know works best for me. And that's where I feel comfortable because I'm not the person that necessarily needs to run into uh, chaos head on. You know, every single time, unless there's a real need to do so, you know, I'm not a inter interested in a lot of drama. So, <laughs> you know, if you, you know what I mean? So unless I'm saving a life, <laughs> you know, so for me, unless I'm saving a life <laughs> and uh, need to get into something really quick, you know, I'm going to, you know, let's 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 survey what's going on first. <laughs> you know, we don't need to have multiple victims here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but um so um yeah i just i just think that that is just so important and it really does set um a foundation for every other aspect you know really to kind of fall in line when you have gotten that already set up so what would you say your first of the three would be mine would be uh communication ah okay that, All is, right. that is a, a big one for me mm -hmm. um is the fact that in relationships 
so many things can be conveyed you know in different ways Mm -hmm. you can say it one way and that person can take it a totally different way Mm -hmm. you know and sometimes if that person does not allow you to you know to explain further Mm. that it can it can blow up in your face Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying you can mean well with your intentions but it can maybe come across wrong Mm -hmm. it could be your tone as to how you said it it Mm -hmm. could be of course you know that tone will be your delivery Mm -hmm. you know but it's just the fact that it could just you can mean you know well but it just that you may not be able to find the the right words to say Mm -hmm. that actually don't offend the other person Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know um and i just noticed in relationships that especially in this day and age Mm -hmm. people use technology Mm. and i'm not just talking about you know just you know talking on the phone is one thing but when people text that is the reason why i am number one hands down if you have an (laughs) issue that you need to talk to somebody about Mm -hmm. do not text that person (laughs) right do not send a, a, a mad text because mm-hmm. your thoughts are probably all jumbled up in that text mm-hmm. and you may uh on heaven forbid if you put everything in all caps it's your I, they've told me that's because you're screaming yes that so is I'm true like, at the end of the day you may not be screaming but if you hit that caps lock mm-hmm. and you didn't realize that you're just texting away you know because that's how I convey things at work. A lot of my messages are all cat blocks. Right. So to me, it's not screaming. It's just the way that they, I just like the way it looks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It looks more uniform to me. So, mm-hmm. But you send it through a text message and someone's conveying that you're yelling. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, it does. totally not what you're saying. Right. You right. Know? Or you can say something and mean it sarcastically, but because you cannot hear their voice, yes. you know their tone, you yeah. can put a little emoji behind it, and they can... <laughs> They can think something different, and mm-hmm. it's like if you don't have that open communication to be able to say, "No, this is what I meant." Mm-hmm. In that back and forth dialogue, mm-hmm. sometimes through text messages, there is a delay mm-hmm. because you're typing. Yes. So they're thinking, okay, they, they may be getting even madder mm-hmm. because it's like you're not responding. Mm-hmm. So you need that back and forth, you know, to occur. Most times, I prefer to do it face to face, right? Because of the fact that you know you can look at someone's body language and determine, you know, whether or not they're, they're really getting what it is that you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, it needs to be a dialogue between two people. Mm-hmm. Whether it be on the phone, but still on the phone, not just text messages, but where you can actually hear someone's voice or, per, you know, face-to-face. Right, right. So communication is really big for me. Yeah, yeah. Definitely understand that. You know, and it was funny when you were talking about um, when you typing things in all caps. I had this funny story. Um, <laughs> it, it, it makes me laugh now. It's kind of, it, yeah, it was pretty funny. But um, because it's so true about the all caps thing, right? That's kind of the universal language for screaming at you. Screaming at you. Yes. 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 And I had this individual who, you know, I've worked with some pretty uptight individuals. And in those scenarios, I had to obviously be a very um, strong individual within myself in order to be able to handle and take control of situations so they don't get out of control. And in my positioning, I dealt with a lot of top leaders. So therefore, you know, you just had to know how to navigate those waters um, at times. And, you know, we always have people who their head is bigger than it should be, obviously. And, um, and, you know, we have to sometimes bring them back down in the most professional of ways. And that's why I love professionalism. I think it's a great word. Um, but, um, yeah, so 
this individual was going off about something or other and was completely directing their frustration in the wrong area, which was directing towards me. Now, they didn't know who I was. And as far as they were concerned, I was just someone who was part of that process. Um, nor, you know, not really concerned of whether or not the process actually started with me or would end with me, just that I was part of it, right? So it's not necessarily a personal thing. However, I'm a real big stickler on respect. So there is a way that you do things. And in that, when you have a question or you don't understand something, you need to seek to understand versus seek to accuse. And I think a lot of times some people may find themselves caught up in a positioning where they're quick to accuse somebody of something and not really have all their facts. And then they end up looking like an ass. And so if you want to get yourself from not having your foot completely lodged into your mouth and down your throat, you want to make sure that you look from an angle of, well, let me try to first seek understanding for what it is I'm having a concern with or an issue with, or I just simply have a question about before I just start making my own assumptions about things and being completely off base. So, you know, all that was done in that scenario. So what I did is, well, because I know very well what that universal language is and was at the time. And so I not only put my response all in caps, I also put it in red. And the reason why I did that is because I wanted him to come down to my office. <laughs> so, um, and, and, and absolutely, absolutely. And see, and this is where people, <laughs> you have to know what and how you're going to command a situation that you're going to walk into before you just walk into it. You already have to have it strategically laid out how this is going to go. Right. So, I'm confident enough in that situation and I knew exactly what I was doing and that was fine because that was needed to happen because you're not going to disrespect me at all. That's just not even going to happen. So, and this is going into the, you know, the coworker worker relationship. And at this case, it was a customer um, program specialist type of um, relationship. So, you know, he, so he comes down, you know, and I'm just waiting and I let him know, yes, I'm such and such. Yep. I'm the one you're communicating with. And so then all of a sudden, as he could see, you know, when I talk about that command respect, he could feel that coming from me and it started to back him down. Now that may not always happen, but then you need to be able to come back with, you know, well, this is how this actually happens. Or this is how this actually works. Or, you know, we can have a conversation about this at a later time when you have been able to calm down and can able to get to that point. Now, if you're in a position where you may have difficulty with that and you need to have backup, then that's what you have your supervisors for, right? Um, I knew that I was more than capable of handling the situation. And plus I was just, I probably, I think I was a supervisor at that time myself. So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you gotta lead by example, so. Exactly, so you were comfortable. Yeah, absolutely, you were comfortable. absolutely. So, um, you know, so, you know, he then, you know, starts, he kind of starts with the high pitched voice. And then, you know, as I'm speaking to him, I'm not trying to match him at that point with his high pitched voice, I'm coming at him directly direct to the point clean sweep and very firm as i like you <laughs> as I like how you said earlier uh to the responses and in that he now is looking at me as okay well she knows what she's talking about so i'm not going to be able to say x y and z and get over on her on this and now i understand what she is saying and now i think you know how you can just see how some of the flesh turns you know <laughs> different colors sometimes because that person is realizing i picked the wrong one 
And so there in case he started to back down. Now I never did back down because at the end of the day, I'm going to control this scenario because this is in my space. This is my area. And that is what I feel is important that you need to have work and tools to do that. That doesn't require that you have to scream and act like a banshee. None of that even occurred. You know, the voices got high pitched on his end but not in a screaming match because I wouldn't tolerate that either. You know, then you just shut it down altogether because you cannot work with a crazy person. So that being said, <laughs> um, you know, but he got where my drift was and got where I come in. And all of a sudden, as the conversation is now coming all the way down, we can add a little chuckle here and there. There's a report that starts to be built and he became one of my best coworker friends. <laughs> in that scenario. And I was his go-to person whenever he had a, a, a question in that particular area, you know? So it's just really was so funny because that was one very, in my uh, eyes, successful capitalization email all in red exchange. <laughs> and also what it is is that it's like at that particular point in time, someone now sees you on a different level. Oh, yes. You know, so the respect, the respect starts to form, and then mm -hmm. when the respect forms, then you can also get into, like you said, a, then then a relationship, mm -hmm. a relationship forms. Yeah. You know, whether, like you said, this was a work relationship, but mm -hmm. still a relationship. Exactly. Because of the fact that it's like at the beginning, they weren't even seeing you as a person. No. They were seeing you as a problem. Exactly. And so when the problem, when you came at him with a solution to the problem, mm -hmm. then you he made him also realize that. Part of the problem was himself. Mm, mm. He was able to back up off a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, and at that particular point in time, it's like, okay, well, he also reevaluated where, where he was coming from. Yes, yes. You know, and that's the willingness when it comes down to, like, a lot of relationships with the communication also needing resolution mm -hmm. to problems. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that, most of the time, if not all the time, that communication will get you there right. if the two people are willing to actually communicate, mm -hmm. not just yell at each other, right? you know, talk over each other. It's mm -hmm. just the fact that if you, like you said, you have to have that respect also, which falls in line with the communication, which I think it kind of, it's like a trickling effect. They can all kind of, doesn't really, there's, they don't really have to have a certain order of how it works. Mm -hmm. It can just work once it starts to trickle down. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, and he was also in a position because he was in a leadership role, right? So at this point, he's got to also take a look at himself and how he's conducting himself because now everybody's watching, you know? Yeah, but, you know, that's the sad part about it. But a lot of people, not a lot, but there are people in positions that are like that, yeah. that they are dictators. Absolutely. And they don't care Absolutely. what you say, how you say it, mm -hmm. or how you feel about what they're telling you. Yeah. You're going to listen to them because they're the ones that are laying that law down. Mm -hmm. You know, and so, but even with that, though, to be a good leader yes. is to be able to listen. That's and right. to be able to communicate. So he was able to, regardless of how he was feeling at that time, which was like you said, it had nothing to do with you. It's just the frustration of the situation. Exactly. He, he was able to, at that particular point in time, take that off of your shoulders mm -hmm. and realize that, hey, I'm here to help you. Mm -hmm. I just need to know what it is that you need me to help you with. Right, right. And we can go, we can solve it and we can move forward. Right. Now, I will. Sometimes, you know, you come at me with that hollering and screaming. Yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, it's but not going to work. Sometimes it's like, you know, the hollering and screaming sometimes is not for the other person as it is for that person mm -hmm. because of their frustration. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's the thing about it, which will be another 
thing that I tell you about that I that is one of my characteristics that I think mm-hmm. is you know makes for a good relationship. Mm-hmm. But that'll tie into what, what we're going to talk about a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and you know, and 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 even further because you know we're kind of really hanging in that work area situation. Now, one thing I will say as because like I said, respect is very important to me, and the element of that is for sure, you know, you, you may find yourself in scenarios where that approach maybe might not work. You have to know your audience and you have to know exactly what your situation is and how you're going to navigate it. That does not mean that your response to it is a coward down in a way that makes you feel humiliated. That is a zero no caprende. If you're in a scenario like that, then you need to start reevaluating your situation. Um, and, you know, someone may say, hey, that's maybe easier said than done. It might be, but hey, you can either continue on that path or you can start making some changes. You know, the choice in that element is yours. So, yeah. you know, that is. Yeah, I guess it's oh, I'm sorry. No, I didn't mean to no, it's okay. Um, you know, so that's just one of those scenarios. You know, when you are looking at being in a situation where you happen to work through a particular problem, you know, having some, a skill set of understanding where you are, what you're doing, having a little bit of a plan in your mind. And this is not something that takes a lot. It will start to formulate. If you're always kind of looking at things for a resolution and a solution, and you look at it from that perspective, that will start to become, if not already, an innate uh, capability. Because you're always looking for a resolution. How can we solve this scenario? And in this particular, you know, forum that works for both people. Right. And, you know, so I think that you definitely need to just make sure that you know the environment that you are in and then you adjust accordingly. Um, So, yeah. And I'm going to just throw a little plug in there. I have a nice little communication series on the podcast, several episodes in there. I really highly recommend you take a listen, you know, and come up with some of your own thoughts and your ideas in regards to what's talked about and discussed on that, because communication is such an important aspect and being able to move forward with people, period. You know, there really isn't much without communication. So, you know, uh, Bridget, that being your number one um, really is, you know, obviously a very key uh, component for making a- any relationship work. Now, you were um, wanted to jump in and say something before we move on to the next one. What, um, what did you want to say? Okay. <laughs> well, if it comes back to you, just, you know, go on and throw it in there. <laughs> okay. I'm sure it will be Probably, probably. Okay. So your first being communication. My second actually is communication for a lot of the reasons what you share. And, you know, one of the things that I think is so important is an element in tone, which when you, as soon as you said that word tone, that's like one of my favorite words in communication speak Uh, other than listening. (laughs) I don't know which one's the the first actually. Um, so maybe it's one A and one B, but yeah, tone is super important to ask my husband. (laughs) He will tell you, yes, tone is very important to her. I think ask any relationship. Yes. So yeah, how you talk to me is extremely important. Um, because if you expect me to respond, you know, you're going to have to uh, be able to know how to do that eloquently. Um, yes, sometimes you kind of, you know, get a little upset. You know, we all have conflicts and stuff like that, but you should never come at a place when you're having a conflict to try to tear the other person down. Otherwise, you have now, um, I feel, 
have licked yourself into another type of situation altogether, right? So, well, you know, know with that though, that's 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 one of those easier said than done. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Sometimes when you, especially if you if you are angry about something, yeah, that's something that you should really you should really try to. Uh, calm down before you actually have that particular conversation. Right. Because if you're coming at that person angry or right. mad or even feeling like you said disrespected and hurt, mm -hmm. sometimes the conversation goes left before you even realize mm -hmm. that y'all are even in the conversation. <laughs> you know, it can be the, the first two words that come out your mouth. Yeah. You know, that it's, it sets that tone for the rest of this, this uh, Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, or, and or argument, Yes, for every action yeah. there is a reaction. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, there is. You know, and unfortunately there's gonna be definitely, like you said, consequences to your actions mm -hmm. because uh, that person you'll be sleeping on the couch yeah. by yourself. You know, kicked out of the house. Oh yes, you know, mm -hmm. or hung up on. Yes, you know, or cussed. Yes, or left. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, divorced. Yeah. Know, it all depends. Right? You know, it, exactly. It all depends on how it that tone is set. Mm -hmm. that, that, that tone is, is, is uh, set. Right. right. But yes, it's definitely that tone. Mm -hmm. I'm guilty of my tone not being right on several occasions. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what was so great about that? Because I could say that about myself too, right? Well, I mean, we're not perfect beings. So I think the fact that you can really have self-awareness, I think is a great thing. I mean, because <laughs> it's not about it being perfect, you know? You know, it's just about, you know, obviously you want to put your best foot forward as, you know, as a sense in any situation that you can. Sometimes, you know, circumstances may happen where you just can't, you just got to let it out, you know, but be prepared for the consequence of whatever that may be, you know, and everybody. And also, mm -hmm. the thing about it is that sometimes too, listener, mm -hmm. when you are passionate, if you are a passionate person, sometimes it may appear that you are mm -hmm. yelling when you're not yelling. Your voice has now, it has elevated, but it's not <laughs> that you're mad right? Anything, or that you're yelling. It's just that you're passionate, so of course your voice kind of, your pitch gets higher, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. so I think sometimes that's where there can also be where you have to have, like I said, that communication, mm -hmm. because your tone may indicate that it's more going on than what it actually is. Yeah. That's true. You know, so it's like, but if you can, if you can, when they say, are you yelling? And it's like, no, I'm not yelling. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you can, at that point in time, is awareness that maybe something has changed. And usually it's like, maybe your voice has gone up. Mm -hmm. You know, that tone is a little bit, you know, of course, it's maybe, it, it's more pitchy, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. um, your, you know, your voice is kind of a little shaky. Mm -hmm. And it's, at that point in time, you can reevaluate yourself right. and then bring it back down to a tone that is, more acceptable right i don't say acceptable i'm going to say that it's just more amenable um manageable mm -hmm. yeah manageable mm -hmm. to the point where it's like you know you can now continue the conversation and no one is like shutting off yes what you're saying yes. you know what i'm saying they're mm -hmm. able to actually have both ears open 
and hopefully have their heart open to accept what it is that you're saying, mm -hmm. you know, and possibly if their cha change needs to occur, they can do so. Or mm -hmm. if the same thing with your on your part, mm -hmm. you have to be open and willing to make those changes also. Absolutely. And, you know, that's a good point to make about when you talk about passion, because I think we all may have a little bit of passion. I mean, I think we're passionate right now in this conversation, right? Yes, we are. You know, <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean, we feel very strongly about what we are talking about, right? And I think, you know, sometimes, and passion is a good thing. I love passion. It gets the blood pumping. You know, it makes you feel. You feel something. And I think it's great. Um, now, of course, depending on your circumstance and your locations, maybe, and what you're doing and who you're interacting in, you're going to probably have to meter your passion sometimes <laughs> and a lot of times that i think um, well, yes. yeah yes, you know you will, you you will. will. and sometimes you will. you'll be given more grace in other types of scenarios and usually your familiar and your friendships and more personal relationships you can get a little bit um more carried away in that passion i think that you maybe you could be in a, a work environment obviously right um you know you don't have to be you know stone cold or anything like that but you know you may have to ring it in because you're dealing with so many different personalities um you know people have different backgrounds sometimes someone um listening to someone talking at a higher level of tone in their voice or you know just in audibleness anyways i should really say let's get off i kind of want to keep tone with tone because we're talking about that in a different uh um spell but you know someone could have you know issues with hearing someone speaking at a very high rate you know maybe someone has had some traumatic situations with arguing and stuff like that as a child and having to experience in that you know those things don't always go away and even if you may seek you know help in those areas to manage it that's great but i would think also you would not want to be in positions where you're constantly having to be confronted with that all the time either because sometimes you will have to remove yourself out of a situation which is also a coping mechanism when things are going getting a little too hot for you so you know but passion is, is truly um can be a misunderstood scenario couldn't it because it depends on sometimes right you know and depending on who's has the passion because maybe i could have the passion and it's fine but if you start having some passion we got a problem <laughs> Oh, you stop right. yelling at me. Oh, don't you know it? And it's like, yes. Oh, and the worst is when you say something, you know what you said was wrong. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oopsie. <laughs> Hard to take that back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That is so true. Yeah. Whichever one. Right. I'm just saying, when it comes out your mouth, if that's not what you meant, yeah, and, it, and especially if, it, if you know, because sometimes you can kind of go for the jugular sometimes mm, when you're mm. mad. Yes, you so can. when that stuff comes out, mm. oh, yeah, yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, I, I, I messed up. Yeah. I messed up this time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think we've yeah. probably all been in that scenario once or twice in a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, mm, I'm thinking of some serious right now. <laughs> Oh, well, you know, we've been delivered, so <laughs> it's all good. No, he's still working on me. Yeah. He's still working on me. Oh, my gosh. I'm telling you, me and you are soul sisters. I say it all the time. I'm a work in progress. 
and he knows right, it. Exactly. Yes, he, yes, he does. <laughs> looking at me, shaking his head often. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, for me too. I I'm like look. I I say he knows his child. I mean, look. Yeah, he knows, he knows. <laughs> and like Brad said, open your mouth again, you couldn't stop at that last statement. You had to add on to it. Then. And I'm like I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You mm. know, because I know I went too far. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. But that's when you're able to, you know, because a lot of times, of course, you know, when, when you have a when you have a partner, mm-hmm. and what, or if you have a partner, or if you have um, with your friends, like you said, they tend to give you a little bit more grace. Yes, than what you would actually because they know that that's not how you are. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and if that's the type of person that you are, then maybe you need to reevaluate that relationship that you have with that person. True. But if they truly know who you are and you say something out of content like that, mm-hmm. then of course they will, and a lot of times, they will, they may be mad, but then they'll come back to the realization of, okay, that was just you saying something out of anger. Right. You know? Yeah. But at work, it's a little bit different. Right. At work, you have... You know, co-workers, even sometimes co-workers on your level, mm-hmm. you know, will even give you passes. Yes, that's true. Exactly. But like you're talking about your supervisors and stuff like that. Right. That's when it be- it can become, you know, when you can actually get fired behind stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, absolutely. Depending upon how disrespectful you become in that conversation. Right. In all you your know, passion. So, <laughs> in all your passion. Yes. In all your passion, you're going to be in the other corner. <laughs> So be passionate about that. living this life sometimes isn't it Yes. But he keeps pushing it. And mm-hmm. you don't have to ever stoop to someone's level. Right. But when I stoop to your level or go down in the gutter with you, right. I get down in the gutter with you. Right. And <laughs> at that point, I don't, which is sad, but I mm-hmm. don't care that that relationship does not matter. Go any further. Yeah. You know, so it's like that's the things that you have to, there's just relationships that do you, that, you know, you may, you may have 
gone too far. Yeah. But you never go that far. That's true. There is something you would hope <laughs> that yeah. would put those brakes on you because you value that relationship. And sometimes you can, in the assessment of what's going on, you know that this is a moment, right? A moment, exactly. you know. It is definitely a moment. Yeah. So, and, and you don't want a moment to destroy something. But now too many moments in a scenario that doesn't get to the point of breaking can also be kind of destroying things along the way. So, yes, because that person is not going to forget what you say. That's right. Even in that moment. That's right. You know? That's right. Because an apology can only go so far. That's true. To where that apology yeah. will mean anything after a point, exactly. right? Especially if you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, which is, isn't that the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing exactly. over and over, expecting a different result. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> or maybe you expect exactly. the results you're getting. <laughs> I don't know. You know. And you're right about that too. Maybe mm -hmm. you're just pushing that person away. But mm -hmm. even in that same sense, just say that. Yeah. Don't don't just try to destroy someone in the process. Right. Because you don't want that person. That's where the communication comes into play. Yep. You need to figure out what it is that you want or don't want. Yep. And if that person is not the person you want to be with, yep. then it's okay. Yeah. That's what we have to also understand that, you know, in relationships, it's okay. Yeah. That relationship the same was good when it when it started exactly exactly there's too many people out here yeah there's too many people out here in the world because he or she may be feeling the same way it's yeah just the fact that they y'all have history yes and maybe you don't mm. want to start over again yeah but starting over again is not the worst thing that can happen no it really can sometimes it can be the best thing that exactly. can happen exactly you know and and, and it, you may you may let's say you know, it's on a romantic level, mm -hmm. but you really should have just been friends. Ah, yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And at that particular point in time, you realize, why didn't we do this before? Well, we just did it to me. Because I've been in relationships to the point where it's like, you realize, you mm -hmm. know what? Well, we're better friends. Right, right. And those are some of the best guy friends. Yeah. You know, because they can give you advice. They mm -hmm. can, you know, they can help you. Uh, kind of like navigate sometimes when you get out of pocket, right? You know, behind certain things, but you know, it's just the fact that it's you just have to look at the whole relationship and see if it's worth you moving forward, right? And sometimes, like you said, if that communication is volatile every single time you get into it, mm -hmm. and is y'all are very disrespectful to each other every single time you get into it yeah you need to reevaluate that relationship absolutely. even if it's a work relationship absolutely absolutely and see and there goes that respect thing you know see how that crap right yes. back in there <laughs> They really do. Really think of anything that would not tie back into something else. I know, right? I mean, there just it, there really is, and and that's what's the beauty of being able to really start to look at different aspects of what things make a relationship work, and in the sense of what makes you tick, and you know what things you want to evaluate or reevaluate. You know, because we might have some people on here, um, you know, listening in the community, and I may say, you know, maybe I need to take a, a, a second look at this scenario that I'm in right now, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, if you don't have, in, in, in my humble opinion, you know, these uh, keystones, it's going to make it real difficult for a relationship to be a working relationship. And, you know, so <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hey, you're right about that. Exactly. Cause mm. it's not going to, it's, it, yeah, it's not going to work for you. Yeah. You got to know what, what's your end game. You have different values, you know? Uh, yes. You may, it, yes. So, something that, you know, some things that we say may not relate to you. Right. Some things we say may relate to you. Right. You know, you just take it for what it is because even 
no one is wrong or right. You know, it's whatever is mm-hmm. good for you. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, two dysfunctional people could be in a relationship and maybe that's a workable relationship. Uh, yeah. Was that crazy you in know? love kind of stuff? Yeah. Exactly. I, you know, I don't need that. It don't work for me either. Exactly. But if it works for you, who am I to say that that's not right? Exactly. It doesn't work for me. Exactly. Because see, if I'm not being affected by the situation in that particular arena, then, yeah. you know, teach his own, right? Everybody's got their own Amen. journey. It's when I start getting affected by whatever's going on that I have a say um, at the table. So, <laughs> you know, sometimes you get, yes, and sometimes you can got to get, you know, connected by like in a drive-by type of concept, you know, like, you, what, how did I get involved in this? You know, <laughs> or I don't want no parts of that. No, <laughs> you know, sometimes that can happen. So yeah, but <laughs> yeah, that's, ooh, but that's kind of a scary thought though. Two dysfunctional people together. Lord have mercy. That's a scary yeah, thought. <laughs> but you know, the thing about it is what you deem dysfunction, they may not deem dysfunction. Yeah. I'm thinking of stuff really, really bad. <laughs> Yeah. But you're right. If You're, you're not about maybe like an abusive type Yes, that is that be yeah. dysfunctional, you know, and although it may be your rhythm, that may not necessarily be the right rhythm. But, you know, again, you know, then there's yeah. the, the lighter side of things. Right. You know, some people, like you said, the passion, um, I, I, like, OK, <laughs> there are certain songs that talk about that. Right. I'm not going to drop name anyone. So you might be able to kind of figure it out as I talk about it. But <laughs> But there may be like certain songs where it's like, oh, I just love it when you get mad and 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 and, and that just makes me feel so this, that, and the other. And it would particularly be a man singing that song to a, a, a his female. And I just, I don't know. It, it just kind of rubs me a little bit the wrong way. I get the passion situation, but if you're calling me out my name, I just don't find that attractive. Oh, and, I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. If you want to, yeah, that's when you're going to not get the good side of me and you're not going to, I'm going to shut down. I think I'm not even going to be with you because of the fact that it's like, I, that's not something I can, I can be okay with. No, no, can't, I can't. Can't do it. Can't do it. No yeah, can my, do. My first name starts with a B, but that would be oh. like, use that B word. Tommy, Bridge, B, Yes, beautiful is good. Brilliant is good. Bright is good. Beloved is good. Yes, yes, yes. I'm not going to go down the ones that can start with my first name. But I would say I'm amazing. Yes. So, yeah, you know. Yes, awesome. Yes, that's a great one. Yes. That's right. Yeah. And that will not be any problem. Yes. Yes. And that's what you should be getting from those who you are in contact with, you know. And some people, like you said, you know, don't be afraid to put them on a shelf. Sometimes that's what you have to do. Sometimes you have to put them on a shelf for a while, come back to them later, or sometimes you just got to give them the door wish them well on their journey of life and get on to living yours. So, you know, that's just, I guess that sums that portion up when it comes to uh, communication and uh, respect. So now we haven't got a chance to get to your number two yet, have we? I think we're just on communication. Okay. So, and, now, and I'm saying number one, I really don't have them in order. I'm just kind of Well, saying, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Communication is my number one. Yeah. 
But what I've come to realize, and this is in my older year, and I've been talking to friends and stuff, mm-hmm. is that you have to accept the person for who they are. Yes. Not yeah. for who you want them to be, mm-hmm. not for who you hope they will be, mm-hmm. you know, not for... Mm-hmm. Um, what you're going to try to make know, them be. Exactly, what you're going to try to change them, <laughs> what you want them to be. Yes. You know, and that's what sometimes is hard. Yes. Because women, we see, oh, you know, he can do this, he can do that. Mm. You know, and it's like, well, my friend should, and you know, or my friend, you know, if you were truly my friend, mm-hmm. or, you know, this is how you would act, or this is how you would think. Mm-hmm. And that's not always the case. Right, right. Because the thing about it, some, it's good to have sometimes friends with different opinions. Yes. Because it can open up your mindset into a world of maybe you're not as, not say, yeah, maybe you're not as right as you think you are. Right, right. You know, and it takes my friends, well, they're not, the people that I hang out with, mm-hmm. they're not afraid to tell me that I'm wrong. Yes, yeah. You know, they will, they will correct me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes very bluntly mm-hmm. they will correct me you know and i love them for that mm-hmm. because of the fact that they'll tell me that i'm wrong right yeah you know and mm-hmm. or else just say okay well look at it this way mm-hmm. what if this and this and this happened right what if this, and this and this went down what do you think about this or maybe this person meant this mm-hmm. you know and it gives you a different perspective because sometimes you do have that tunnel vision mm-hmm. when you're thinking a certain way right that this is the only way that this is going to make sense yes that's Until true. Until somebody else says, you know, no, well, what about this? And mm-hmm. they say playing devil's advocate, mm. you know, but for the most part, it's not just playing devil's advocate. I think it's just the fact of this just giving you a different perspective. Absolutely. I, stuff. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. and when it comes down to friends, family, and even work, mm-hmm. you know, once we, like I said, you have that mutual respect for that person mm-hmm. and, you know, you have open communication, mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, I can I accept you as my friend and mm-hmm. I accept your way of thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, I may not totally agree with it, mm-hmm. but I can respect the fact that, hey, you have that opinion and I can possibly see it. And if you can't see it, you know what I'm saying? Just know that that person in that relationship, you have common similarities. Right. It's just the fact that you, but you don't always have common similarities. Right. But don't try to change that person to be everything you want them to be. Right. Right, because you, you might. Know, I guess it's more like acceptance too. Mm-hmm. Of, you know your 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 relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not talking about as far as like, and that can go with a like a you know someone that you're dating, someone you end up marrying. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that you should accept everything that you like or don't like about that person. Because if you don't, if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. Right. If you know what I'm saying, but I'm just saying that if that if you do have a situation, don't try to change that person. Right. Because we have a tendency to do so. And they get mad because they're not like you or get mad because they don't they don't see the way you see. Right. Absolutely. You know, then maybe you surround yourself with people. If that's what you're looking for, surround yourself with a different person. Because yeah. this particular person is not gonna be able to do that for you. Right. That's true. And you know, and a couple of points to add to what you were sharing, you know. As far as when you're trying to look at trying to change somebody, you know, trying to make them and mold them into what you feel this person should be, I'll be honest with you, if if you're dealing with a situation that is too much of a project, then you're not working enough on yourself. Because how could you honestly be doing for you and fortifying you in the ways you need to for your own professional or personal growth and development if you're too busy doing project management on somebody else? 
So, you know, it's either going to be one or the other, right? You're going to accept certain things. And, and also to that effect, when someone does make a change, because we do all evolve, we all move in different spaces at different times of our lives, you know, change has to come from within, from that person. So if that individual is not interested in making a change, then you're really wasting your time. It has to come from them. And if you want a change to sustain itself, you know, it would need to be from within because that way they are doing it for themselves. They believe that this is the right thing to do. And if it coincides with what you're doing and you guys are vibing that way, then that's all gravy. But if you're sitting here trying to do project management on another individual, you are really, really selling yourself short to what you can do for yourself. Because I'll be honest with you, it's kind of hard to split your time and your mindset when you're doing that. You know, I can't be watching over you. Frustration level. Oh, yes. You're going to constantly stay frustrated because the fact that that person is not who you want that person to be. And they're never going to be. They don't want to be. Nope. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, but it's not free. Like you said, it's not the change is not going to occur in you. It's going to mm-hmm. occur in them. Right. But it needs to occur in you also to make that realization that yes, you can't you can't fix everything. You really can. You can't fix them. Yeah. You know, and adults are adults. They're yeah. not there to be fixed. Right. Yeah. You, you gotta love them in the season that they're currently in. Yeah. Or leave them. Or on. not. Yeah, exactly. Because there there isn't a scenario in which you have to do anything other than, exactly. you know, know when it's time to walk away or know when it's time to hang in there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and in another point that you were talking about as far as an hour, I, I so resonate with this because I think this is such a uh true sentiment and the fact that it's nice to have, you know, different differing, differing um, points of view um, and having things to kind of go back and forth with and getting a greater and deeper understanding, even about what your own point may be as well. Um, I always think it's healthy to have more than just your own voice in the room. You know, I think that, you know, we spend our whole days and our whole life with ourselves, right? <laughs> I mean, I already know how I feel about stuff. So at the end of the day, I don't need to, to uh, determine if I feel this way or that way on an every occasion basis. For the most part, I have a certain way that I am. And I think that falls for all of us. And we're swayed by maybe certain things that may happen throughout the day. But for the most part, you are who you are. And um, so you may already know your opinion about something, you know, um, or your uh, indignation about something. So it is nice um, when you have a another opinion about something. Um, and if, if the person agrees with how you feel, then that's OK, too. There's nothing wrong with that. We're not saying that. It's just don't be so shut out to differing opinions about certain things that are in the realm of realistic. OK, so we're not talking about, you know, out of this world you know, nonsense. Um, but you know, on a realistic basis, (laughs) you know, there's, you know, it's great to be around people who are like-minded. Yes. You know, with what you, how you feel, what your opinions are, what Mm -hmm. your your political views are, Yeah. you know, but then in the same sense, it's like not everybody's going to share that same opinion. Absolutely. And you you need to be able to be willing to grow. Yeah. Yeah. You got to grow. You know, as long as it's not, yeah, like you said, too, too much to the left. Yes. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, you, you know, you cannot even understand what they're talking about. Right. Yeah. Then, you know, you know then we're in, we're in during, you know, twilight zone. And, and so therefore that's exactly. not going to work on <laughs> That may shut the conversation down anyways, but yeah, you know, and especially, especially with people who you deem are friends, with people you are close to you, people that you respect, that you love. Why would you want to know what they think? I mean, my goodness, if I have a family member, a friend who sees me doing something and it looks like I'm going to 
kind of hit my head in a wall, you know, head first, you know, so to speak, or walk into a wall head first, really what I mean to say, um, I would like you to, to, to tell me if I don't see the red flags myself, you know. And, and a lot of times you won't see them. Right. Right. Until it's too late. Yeah. You see that before I see them as my family. Tell me. Yeah. Let me know. Right. Love me enough to let me know. Absolutely. Because I trust you to do that. Because I trust you for that. So, yeah. Goes with my other one. Ah! Well, go ahead and hit your third one, girl. You go right on into that segue. Mine is trust. Yes. I love trust. Trust is a. Hands down, I think number one probably needs to be. <laughs> trust you, I'm not. You're nowhere coming, nowhere near. Right, right. I'm not fooling so with you. Yeah, it doesn't make a difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, hands down, if I don't trust you. Yes. And trust is something which is funny mm-hmm. because of the fact that a lot of people's like, "Well, you got to earn my trust." Mm-hmm. The crazy part about it is, I trust you. Now, keep in mind, I'm not gonna trust you with my values. Right. <laughs> Enough idea. I give you enough trust to hang yourself, as they say. Okay. Because okay. I will give you as what you don't like to hear, but I'm gonna say it. Uh huh. I will give you. <laughs> <laughs> I think, ladies and gentlemen, we're having a difference of opinion here. <laughs> Mm-hmm. If you don't appreciate 
what values that I have mm-hmm. in this relationship, and that's your loss, not mine. Absolutely, absolutely. You're gonna change me because you can't accept that. Oh, you can't accept who I am. Right. You just won't reap those benefits no more. There you go. There you go. Yeah. You know, so, and then on top of that, like I said the main thing too is is that once that trust is broken, mm-hmm. it all depends on how it was broken. Okay. Because there's some there's some scenarios where it's been broken. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say broken. I'm gonna say shattered. Okay. To the point where the pieces could be put back together. You okay. Know, where it was a it was a process and it took time. Yeah. But once it's broken. Yeah. A lot of that is just there's no coming back from that. Interesting. I, I don't want you in my life because I don't, I don't trust you. Right. Right. You know I don't want anything to do with you. Right. The fact at the end of the day. I'm never going to believe what you say. Right. I don't want you to be around. I'm not, I'm not going to be able to entrust anything about me that I find precious, mm-hmm. which is all of me. Right. You know, or my household or, you know, anything that I have, my family. Right. Or my other friends. I will not entrust any of that to you. Right. So there's no point in you being around. Yeah. <laughs> Case closed, door closed, get out. You know, no, do that talk do no that do that walk in while you talking and i don't feel before you know I, you know people be like oh well that's kind of cold no it's not cold no it's because not at the end of the day i'm choosing me i'm not choosing you absolutely you know and I'm get a blanket baby get a blanket <laughs> and, and you know like i said People bounce back all the time. They just don't have to be destructive in your life. Exactly. They bounce back. Yeah, they, oh, they're fine. They, trust me, it's probably happened a time or two before anyways. <laughs> you know. Exactly. Yeah. But now, so I like that. So the trust, that's, that's a big one. Now, I, I do have to push back a little bit on something. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, because I am that person that I, yes, you do have to earn my trust. <laughs> I'm not mad at you. I can't do the benefit of the doubt because I just don't trust you off the bat. <laughs> you know, so. And some people you don't. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Now, and guarantee me, I say that that I give you the benefit of the doubt, but mm-hmm. there's some people that you, I'm sorry, that you automatically know they're not trustworthy. <laughs> exactly. Because someone has either told you that or right. seen it, you know, firsthand. Yeah. But most of the time, those people, mm-hmm. I don't put them in my circle anyway. There you go. And I, and I can, I, and I can attest to that portion too, you know, because at the end of the day, it can either be one of those two things, or it can also be your intuition. Please listen to your intuition. If you feel that something isn't right, don't keep pursuing it. That's, you know, God's way of telling you, you need to step back, you know, or run. I don't know which one, depending on the scenario, but if your intuition, a lot of times, I don't know, I, I don't, you know, Bridget, you tell me, um, if this happens to you, but you know, sometimes, you know, if I'm talking to someone or someone could just be around and not much, uh, is being said. And I could just have a feeling about that person, whether it's, Oh, this seems like a really nice person, or there's something good about this situation or, um, yeah, this person needs to not be within five feet of me period in the discussion type of thing. I've had those situations. Yeah. You know, I've had some friends of friends and mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't really feel them that way. Right. Something, yeah, you something don't saying? don't or seem right. Is, <laughs> yeah. And if you feel I'm that. Not gonna be ugly to someone just because and you don't have to. have to. And you don't have to. And that's why assessing things <laughs> beforehand is a really good skill to 
go and horn in on because at the end of the day it will save you from a lot of drama you know You're but right. listen to that intuition so yeah so for me i am that girl um <laughs> i am that one you do have to earn my trust now so what am i doing in the beginning well i don't like the benefit of the doubt but i will give you enough rope to hang yourself i guess is the best way to put it you know and that's like I said, the same thing. Yes, it you know is. Just, like right. Two sides of the same coin, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because of the fact that it's like you still, you're still a little hesitant. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But there's some people that it's like, even if you get that vibe, sometimes you don't always act upon it. Exactly. You don't always say, okay, well, yes. all right, my intuition is telling me this. Mm -hmm. Let me just see how, you know, right. what may yeah. from that. Because it may be that situation that you're meeting them into. Yes, that's the point. The best situation. Good point. Good point. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's like, and then some, it, it, but it still goes to whether or not you want to pursue that. Yeah. You know, if I guess if you can see them in different light, because people like that, I don't really say, oh, well, let me just see how this works. No, mm -hmm. if I don't, if I'm not feeling you or vibing with you, I don't give you that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I just, like I said, that it's not something that, you know, I, I welcome. Mm -hmm. if, if it's, if it's off from the beginning, mm -hmm. then it's off. Then it's off. You know what I'm saying? It yes. is off. Yeah. And that's There's okay. Nothing, nothing about me that's going to be able to open up enough yes. to even let you in. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Unless yeah. I see you, let's say, at another event or mm -hmm. somebody else tell me something about what you've done or, you know, who you are mm -hmm. in a different light. Yeah. Then I may see you in a, you know, in a different scenario. Right. But once you get that vibe. Yeah. Those people, I guess, I'm, when I say relationship and, you know, giving you the rope to hang and giving you the benefit of the doubt. Those people don't fall, fall in that category. Right, right. If I have a bad vibe from the beginning, you don't even get to yes. anything else. Right, yeah. It's just, you, don't even, yeah. you don't even go through the front door. No, no, no. We're not even doing you know, that. So. We're not even exchanging names. So No, you know, and to be honest with you, the sad part about it is, is that I probably will never remember your name. No, and that's okay, too. Never. Yeah. And we'll be, we'll be I'll tell people, to, when I meet people, mm -hmm. I'll tell them, look, I'm bad at things. That's you know true. Saying? But still, I've had friends mm -hmm. that I've had for a long time. Mm -hmm. I've had friends that have betrayed me. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like the information that was shared mm -hmm. because, you know what I'm saying, when you're my friend, you get personal information. Yes. So the information that was shared mm -hmm. and how it was shared right. to deliberately hurt me. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the type of trust that just like, that's broken. Yeah. That's not yeah. shattered. It's mm -hmm. broken. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. And I myself tried going back at some point because they reached out to me. Mm. I tried to go back into that scenario to say, well, okay, let's see. Mm -hmm. The sad part about it is, is that I was forcing the situation yes. to happen. Yeah. 
and you know and it was just so it got to a point where it was just like it was uncomfortable yeah and you know me i, I do have a bubbly personality right i will i'm all i'm trying to joke or laugh or do whatever you know and just have fun with my friends right if i can't do that with you and we just pretty much at an event just kind of like looking around right you know what i'm saying we're not really interacting mm-hmm. you know like you know girl you see this or girl we're not doing any of that type of exchange right that's when you realize that this is this cannot be fixed yes yes you know because of the fact that once that trust is broken it's broken right yeah and that's true and it's okay yeah it is to each his own it's it is okay it really is friendship with with people yeah and this is a part of life it's just a part of life it It happens you know and sometimes i think some but see, I think sometimes people that break your trust like that, mm-hmm. they, I think with that particular uh, person, they end up coming back realizing mm. how good of a friend you are. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what they miss is the fact that, that you're actually a good friend. Yes. Now, they want a good friend to you. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But they miss the friendship, the friend that you were to them. Right. Well, at this point, you didn't appreciate it then. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get that opportunity again. No, absolutely not. Because in that old adage, you fool me once, you know, shame on you. Fool me twice, you know, shame on me. Fool you, what, three times? That That is never going to be, you know, because we're not getting there to that point, you know. And people yeah. tell you who you are and they show you who they are. You need to believe them. <laughs> That's just the point. And, you know, there was something that you had said, which I thought was real, real important messaging in how you may encounter an individual when you're looking at, you know, feeling that intuition of a person may feel a certain way or not. And I think that you made a real good point in um, what it would be in a situ in a scenario where you might find them in a place that they're not really, how should I say, um, in the best light, but yet not a bad person. You know, Um, because sometimes when you see someone in a a serious scenario, um, you never know what um, could be going on. And sometimes seeing somebody in that uh, situation can really, you can see how they would react, right? In a a stressful situation, you can see how they um, conduct themselves in that. And, you know, and that's something to to see as well, you know, because you, you may have your person who is going to lose their ever-loving mind, um, or <laughs> and then they can't help you if you're in a scenario which you need them to help you, or they're going to come together, be collective. They may be firm because they're trying to stay uh, straight on what they need to do to get themselves out of the scenario, um, and then that I can work with that, you know, because at the end of the day, if you know we got to get out of some situation, and I'm with you, I need to feel like we're a partner. So you know, I think that's a good point. Uh, you know, sometimes you know it may not be the best life. Sometimes the first impression isn't always the impression that you need to have not always exactly. you know and you know think about you know huh, with people we all have different layers mm-hmm. you know so you may get you know you may get some layers that you or as they say some feathers that have been ruffled at that time mm-hmm. that doesn't put you in the best light you know because there's times that it's like if you know me some of my friends would be like don't get that other side right the other side is not nice Right. You know, it's like she'll do anything and everything for you, but please don't disturb the other side. <laughs> you know, because of the fact that that's the side that doesn't, sometimes just doesn't care. Right. And I don't want to see her either, right? I mean, like, I don't want to see that side you of me either. Want, <laughs> no, I'm just saying because of the fact that it's like, 
that's the side that it's like, you know, I say that, you know, I'm just this, you know, this mean person all the time. I'm not. Right. But there are times that they, that sometimes that firmness, I'm going to say, has to come out. Yep. Absolutely. You know, it, it doesn't always come out gracefully. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's forced. Right. And even though I keep talking about like it's something I can't control, it is something I can control. It's <laughs> just not. To <laughs> yeah. You See, know? you know, being but, honest is a great thing, isn't it? <laughs> That it is what it is. It's like you don't want to control that part. Yeah. I want to tell you exactly how I feel at this time that I'm telling you how I want you, how I want, <laughs> how, how I feel, and how it needs to come out. There you go. You know. Yes. But that's not who overall that I am. That right. Is one, one aspect of me, mm-hmm. but it's not overall. So if you were to get that first mm-hmm. and never know the other side, people will be like. What? Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. did what? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. It must have really pulled, pushed some buttons. And yes. Like, and then you'd be like, well, no, because we did this, this, and this, and then it came out. Right. Like, you mm-hmm. know, but other people may have a different perspective or, you know, a different look on what they see. Right. The they see me in. Right. So that person may have a different perspective of me if they want to see me in that light. Right. Right. But because they caught me in this one. Yes. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's not gonna happen. Right. That's why I said sometimes, yeah, like you said, the first impression is not the best. Maybe it's not your your best impression. Right. The best, you're not putting your your best foot forward. Right. Not always. Sometimes things happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you should you should not judge a book by its cover. Right. Still, sometimes that even with that, it's just a vibe. Sometimes you get that's more than just what you're looking at at that moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. You need to trust your, your intuition. Yeah. Sometimes it's not just what you're seeing. Yep. That person, that's just how they are. Yes. Yes. You know. That's so, so true. So true. I have a tendency, I can go from zero to sixty sometimes, mm-hmm. and go right back down to zero. Right. Yeah. You know, now my stress level's high. Right. But that's because that's what I can do that. Right. Because yeah. Because the fact that it won't. Sometimes it warn it. The next person you come in contact with mm-hmm. does not warrant all that. Exactly. Exactly. That's very so, true. You know, I'm trying to learn, and that's a learning to not stay on sixty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like when you get there, yeah. you don't always stay there. Right. It's not healthy for you either. But right. That's not even a you know where you want to be all the time. Yes. No, you don't. Blood pressure gonna get high. Yep. Your stress level gonna be high. Yep. You may get just diabetes yeah you, know, you can have your heart attack stroke yeah too many things going on yeah that you should be focusing on besides staying at that level right that can be damaging too absolutely i so agree with you on that i really do and once again we get to that point that relationship is up at 60 yeah all the time or around 55 50 <laughs> you need to evaluate yeah that's true because it's nice to be on you know really to just kind of be on a a cruise control concept at times i mean you can't it it can't be you know um too many what i normally would say can't things can't just be too many peaks and not enough valleys you know you have your ups and your downs but you cannot stay in one mode all the time um even sometimes being too calm all the time is may not always work either in different scenarios so you know everything you know is relative i guess as to speak to that you know but um it's interesting you had uh brought up a couple of points in friendship because that was my number three (laughs) just plain ordinary friendship 
You know, I just, I feel like I want to like you, you know, if I, if this relationship is going to work, I maybe sometimes want to like you more than I love you. Because I think that when you're having a moment and a, a, a circumstance that takes place, and, and at this point I'm talking about romantic relationships, and I may really, 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 you might be just testing those nerves. There has to be a point in me, and I think a point in that person where if we really do like each other, we'll tr know to try to say, you know what, there's that uh, stopgap situation where, okay, we're going too far, let's reel this in. You know, because I like you as a person, you know, and sometimes friendships do last longer than relationships, right? That's why maybe we may not have as many friendships as we do relationships. Um, and I, I really do feel that a relationship romantic really doesn't work well if you're not friends also. And, yeah. you know, and if you're lucky, you know, I personally think if you're lucky, you start off that way. You know, I and think, you're right. yeah, you know, that, to me, those make the best relationships. Yeah. Are friends. Yeah. You know, and I think it's nice to, you know, have that, that fiery passion in the beginning, but sometimes fiery passion burns out quickly, you uh, know, yeah. so yeah. you need, you need to have something there to sustain you during the lean times, you know, you know, there's going to be times where you're not going to be wanting to be all that kissing and hugging and loving. Sometimes you just need to be able to exist in the same space and not destroy everything that you built as a couple um, in order to get through a bad patch or a trying patch, you know. Um, so, yeah, I think friendship is, is really, truly a key. And I really, I just, I don't know, I feel like sometimes that can even be just as or sometimes even more important than the love factor, you know. I think, you know, friendships, I think you may have less than those in relationships. And I think they last longer sometimes overall as a percentage, you know. Um, and I just think that it's just key to have uh, that scenario where um, someone has your back, that you feel that, you know, if you ever needed something, you know, they're here for you. No questions asked. You know, you don't have to feel guilty in asking for help or, you know, sharing something that is, is difficult for you to share and, and getting their perspective about something, you know, and feeling, you know, silly about even bringing it up. You know, all those things come, I feel, when you have a, a friendship um, and a relationship that's based on that and how I look at friendship in like in a workplace scenario would, you know, lend itself to a good rapport. That's where it starts, you know, um, having a rapport and a level of respect for one another, uh, a level of understanding with one another and the vicinity that you're in. And sometimes, you know, those work um, relationships can turn into friendships, you know. Um, sometimes you want to leave that work relationship as a work relationship, but you know, um, we all, I mean, we're all human at the end of the day. And so, you know, a lot of times budding friendships, uh, do come from working with someone because you may not otherwise have met that person if not in a vicinity of a workplace. So yeah, I think, yeah, you know, I just, I think friendship is really, really, um, very important. And, you know, Bridget, like what you were saying, you know, it, it's interesting with some of these aspects we're talking about, you know, we're, we're, ne we're numbering them down one, two, and three, right? But, you know, sometimes at any given point, one may end up being three, <laughs> you know, two may end up being one, right? You're right. You know, and I just think that collectively, um, it is important to, have a full circle kind of analysis of things in order to ensure that you are um, working towards a workable situation, you know, 
And I just think that's real important. So I, I've jotted it down here that it looks like, and, and it's interesting now that we say it in these words, right? So we, for you, you stated communication as number one. I stated communication as number two. Your number two was acceptance of person, which I think is really, yeah, right. I love that. I think that's really, really, um, a really good sentiment. And then I had friendship as my last one and you had trust. So honestly, I would say all of these would work very well for me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, that was my number one. That was respect. Yeah, you know, and and uh, so, yeah, all these elements, you know, uh, community is what me and Bridget, you know, have assessed. And of course, I would really, really um, love to know your thoughts as well on, you know, what are important aspects you think that make a uh, relationship work. So, um, Bridget, do you have anything else you want to add to this uh, lovely topic? No, I think we covered everything. Yeah. This was a good one, though, right? That was a good one. Ooh, wait so until like next you time. You can add some more stuff to it, but it's like yes. overall, those are the basics. It's yes. kind of like you said, all intertwined with each other. So Yes, they really do. And yeah, and there's so many others that I could probably think of too, but I think these are really good uh, cornerstones or key points that um, really do help to make that relationship work. So, you know, Bridget, I, I thank you so much for sitting in again with me on another Hi. episode. Oh, this is so good. This is so great. And like I said, everybody, you know, um, me and Bridget, we love talking about these types of topics there. I mean, it's really good to kind of just sit back and have a thought provoking conversation about different things. And it just makes life, you know, a little bit more interesting sometimes, <laughs> you know, adding a little bit of spice to life is, is always a good thing. So of course, as always, um, I am so glad that you were able to tune in today for another episode. I'm truly excited for you guys to be tuning in next week as well for a new episode. And I am also myself looking forward to the next time topic that we'll be covering in this particular series, a simple chat amongst friends. And again, um, you know, really would love to know your thoughts about uh, what you think makes relationships work. So, you know, jot down a couple of those areas in the comment section for me, if you will. And of course, if you enjoyed this episode, give it a like. We like a little love and we appreciate that. So yeah. And of course, um, always make sure, remember to make yourself uh, available to, I don't know, become part of the community. I mean, you know, it's a great place to be, right? Bridget, the community is great. Exactly. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a keystone. That's another thing, too. Yes. About, about relationships. Yes. You do need that community. Yes, you do. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yes, you do. <laughs> All righty then. So, yeah, um, absolutely. And of course, um, you can also check out uh, my YouTube channel, Motivation Street with April, as we talk about all things in the lifestyle of motivation, inspiration, and mentorship as well, and living in that. And of course, uh, check me out on Instagram at Motivate Inspire Mentor, and also check me out on Facebook. So yeah, um, I think with that, we will bid you adieu. I wish for you a blessed rest of your week, and until next time, please be safe and take care. Bye. Bye, listeners. <laughs>